Marcus. Today, um, we got somebody on the podcast. We got an actual dad here. So, Eric, why don't you introduce yourself? I feel like you just oh, you are everybody. <laughs> you just <laughs> said all of our names. <laughs> <laughs> I see where this is going. No, I'm still going. Um, yeah, yeah. So, my name's Eric. I, uh, Newport News. I live in Richmond, Virginia. Tried oh. to uh, try to join. Tried to join Red Dog. They discriminated against me. Oh damn! Um, wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I was joking. That that part was a joke. Uh, oh, okay. I was about to say. I was about to say we going to no, get into no, that. No, 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 no. My bad. I ain't even trying to. No, no. no. I mean, um, had a very huge presence within the band when I was there. So, um, yeah. a lot of. Uh, who was that guy with her dancing with Ebony Fire? Like, type of sort of memories and Jared. And then, like, this mm-hmm. kind of came to know him a little bit over the years. And fast forward to, like, around, like, what, last year, a couple years ago, Jared, we reconnected more or less on Instagram and um, just started shooting messages back and forth. Found out y'all had this great podcast and was like, oh, that's what's up. And then he's, you know, also into gaming and all that stuff. So, you know, we connect on uh, a lot of different things. But um, Jared has been very supportive. Uh, of me just in general so just a just a really good friend and uh somebody i consider a brother um very um outspoken very unpredictable just you know i sound like i'm like glazing jared at this point and like this is like an award show for jared but you know, <laughs> just uh i uh, just had to get that all uh, all the connections out but yeah jared um that's my guy great uh great job with the podcast y'all and uh here i am all right. Well, um, so I've been playing GTA online with Eric recently, and um, I never really saw Eric mad, like, like really, really upset <laughs> until oh, I played this game with him. Um, I, I would just like to clarify before you go down that road. <laughs> it's not mad. It's just um, annoyed. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, your annoyed tone was kind of like, all right, I'm gonna back off for a while. But um, <laughs> but yeah, he got really, really upset because you know, I I've never played online before and I definitely haven't played GTA since it came out. So like getting the button combinations is really, really a lot for me. <laughs> so I'm just a little bit confused and I press one button when I mean to press something else. And yeah, Eric gets really, really, really annoyed. Um so yeah, it's it's um all love, but uh yeah, I don't think that he wants to play with me anymore, but oh stop it. Stop it. I, I love GTA with you, man. It's and, uh it's very fun. And, and also Okay, so I went back in GTA Online. The last time I opened GTA Online was in 2000. Wait, no, 2020. And I opened it back up like a week or two ago. And Eric's like, oh, well, how much money do you have? I was like, $4 million. <laughs> Eric's like, what? <laughs> I'm sitting here like trying to like, all right, well, let me see how I can give you some money. Let's get you some clothes, you know, some guns, a car maybe. Maybe get you like an apartment, you know, get you set up, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it's so crazy, like, just in general, like the parallels with like real life and GTA. Cause I'm like talking to him, like, all right, we gotta get you back on your feet. 
Like, <laughs> like Jerry was like homeless. Like, all right, man, let me <laughs> let me help you out. Let me uh, you know, do what I can as a brother. And it's just like, well, how much money you got? And he was just like, oh, like you know, just like four million. I think that is. I think those are like <laughs> seven digits. And I'm just like, what? How the hell? I'm just I'm sitting here like. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, it, it's been fun. Uh, side note, I'll probably try to make some time to hop on later, but um, kids. So yeah. we'll see. Love the hoodie, though. Oh, Beyonce. My Beyonce hoodie. Of course, um, of course. Demarcus, have you ever played GTA Online? Nah. I left what GTA. are y'all playing right now? Uh... I left GTA back in uh what GTA Vice City, I think it was the last one I played. Yikes. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the one. Uh but what I'm playing right now is uh what's that one, Jared, that you usually ask me about that I don't play? Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3, that one. I'm playing. Oh, that. So I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing Baldur's Gate 3. I'm playing uh Jedi Survivor. And I'm playing uh, this old retro game, um, Die Hack GU. That's the one I'm playing mm. the most for nostalgia. Word, um, word. I'm not playing anything right now, but later on this week, on Thursday, Final Fantasy VII Part Two is going to come out. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be playing that. Um, but also on that day, the new Avatar series comes out. So, I got to find some time to watch that as well. But speaking of new shows, DeMarcus. That's what they call me. On Valentine's Day, Love is Flying Season 6 came out. You did. Have, have you seen any of it? Oh, uh, yeah. I watched that first episode. Um, but I gotta admit, I was pretty tired when I started watching it, so I actually fell asleep on it. So I'm gonna have to watch it again so I can really get into it. Mm. I am the minority here. Um, everybody around me, my family, friends, like watch that. Like, yeah. One of my cousins who like just got out of jail like a few months ago has yeah. like completely died dived in, like dove in like head first on like that reality, like TV, like genre so like that's his show now and i'm just like i gotta catch up oh, i don't okay. know where to start so they really they really <laughs> like, into uh the reality tv it sounds like yeah like love after lockup all of that so like they, <laughs> they're into all of that all of that mm, i don't watch love so, like i'm not i'm the eyeball i stopped with like love and hip-hop atlanta once like jocelyn went to la mm. <laughs> So did you did you start watching Love and Hip Hop LA then? Is there a Love and Hip Hop LA? No. They did. They have. They had one. Um, but that, that was the one with like Ray J and everybody and like oh yeah, yeah like twenty yeah. like seventeen ish. Mm -hmm. I kind of stopped it there. It just got too gimmicky. They started going different places, and I tried to get into um, what was that show where they had like Big Frida and Slim Thug? Oh, College Hill, College mm -hmm. Hill on Houston. Okay. Get into that. Um, I thought College Hill was like an old show, but I've been seeing it. It is. It is. So like back in the day, they had it at like Virginia State and um, got the other school, but then it stopped for a while. Mm -hmm. So like one of the one of the guys on there, Rodney, the Sigma is like real popular around here, but he's like a he's like the face of Five Beta Sigma, low key. Okay. But he that was all right here because of College Hill at uh, Virginia State. So, okay. but uh. 
I'm not really watching anything that isn't on like Netflix. Um, mm. so I just like binge like Castlevania, the mm. one and two. Uh, that's really good. Um, I am getting through Blue Eye Samurai. Mm-hmm. I just got one of my friends' Crunchyroll accounts, so I'm trying mm-hmm. to like catch up with like Naruto and all that. Mm. But I do like um, I am watching Attack on Titan too. So like uh, I am trying to get back into like anime. Um, but I am so behind like they ball and like all this stuff is out. It's like anime overload. So I'm trying to pace myself too. Yeah. I mean, um, that's a good place to be in, though, because you got a lot of stuff to watch and, you know, you can take your time with it. You ain't got to wait for nothing. Like, waiting for Attack on Titan was trash. Yeah, so, like, that's the advantage I have, too, and I'm I'm kind of, like, riding that way. I'm kind of glad I did it how I did it, but it wasn't on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm just not, like, waiting on a new episode. I could just, like, watch it when I want to, so. But grew up with Dragon Ball Z. Like, grew up with Dragon Ball, like, all that. Like, that. that is, like, my foundation i could always go back to that so no no um was that your like the first anime uh dragon ball z um yeah i mean akira dragon ball z like that kind of okay. era you know anime okay. um one of my friends i used to play basketball with back in the day uh we were both like from military families yeah uh the thing about you know being a military brat is that like that like if you if you're your military dad or mom gets an assignment, like it's on the fly. So it's like you could be in the middle of a class mm-hmm. and they'll like come to your class and say, Hey, uh, excuse me, uh, Dan, could you, could you come to the principal's office? Your dad got an assignment and you guys are leaving today. Wow. To go to, to go to, <laughs> I like, never wherever. thought it was that instant. <laughs> it's not always that instant, but yeah, like when we were like, Growing up, it was that instant. And I went to a school that was like in and around like a military base. So it was like, if you got, if your dad or whoever got orders to be stationed somewhere else and had to be there within like a week or two, it was just like, I, I've, I, I mean, that's one of my childhood memories is always like coming home off the bus and like somebody's house is getting packed up. I was just like, wait, like what happened? It's like, oh yeah, uh, Cameron, they're, they're moving to Hawaii. I was just like, what? Like, oh, his dad got an assignment. Oh, okay. Well, that's the way it goes. And this is like before, like, I'm old. This is before, like, social media and yeah, IG and DMs and Wi Fi. <laughs> like, okay. so it was like, you know, you just never saw him again. It was just, all right. That's crazy. Anyway, so, like, yeah. So, one of my friends um, that I stuck around, that, you know, we stuck around the longest with each other um, through high school, like, 10th grade. He, his dad got an assignment. His dad was an officer um, and got assigned to a base, an army base in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we were like in class, coming out of class, going to lunch. And then the one of the guidance counselors came over to him, which was different because normally they have like military counselors, like when we were growing up. Yeah. It's so like a guidance counselor came in high school. I thought he was in trouble. And mm. he just never came back after lunch. And I was just like, hey, where's Dan? I went to his locker. His locker was open. It was cleared out. Like, huh. it was. Oh, he's not here. Oh, okay. He. Oh, okay. He. He's moving to Tennessee. Mm. So thank you. So it was just like, oh, okay. Anyway, so he was couldn't like, even, couldn't my, even get his number before he left. That's hey, that's that's trash right there. So him and my yeah 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 we we um we stayed in touch through like instant messenger, but it just wasn't the same. But uh, mm. so like. You know, we're still like really good friends now. That's one of my uh, 
BFF deals or whatever, but <laughs> very, very, nice. very uh, hard dealing with that. Like he was, he was the reason why I kind of like stuck around and stayed with anime and kind of why I'm back into it now. Like he hasn't stopped. Like yeah. he's got the Shaputin, the Shaputin tattoos. Like he's oh, got shit. the, oh yeah, nah, he's very, very big into it. Like he, you know, he, he's the one that's kind of like putting me back on and kind of you know, telling me what to watch again and stuff like that. But we always have conversation around like Dragon Ball Z and stuff. So, man, that's what's up, man. That's what's yep, up. Yep. So I don't want to take up too much of your time talking about me, though. Um. So <laughs> you the guest, sorry, Jared. I mean, it's okay. You're the guest. Um. But the mark is. Yes. This was a big week for you. Big week. Yeah, it was Valentine's Day. Oh, right. I mean, I don't know if that's a big week, but it was Valentine's Day. I mean, it was Valentine's Day for y'all, too. So does it also make it a big week for y'all? No? Uh, <laughs> Eric's like, nah. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, it's cool. There's more for yeah. the kids these days. So Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So I have um, daughters, and it's just like, yeah, whatever. I'll treat them. But beyond that, it, it's like, yeah. you got yeah, to for your daughters, man. Yeah, yeah, but um, we, for you. we went to we went and did like a little candle making thing. They had like charcuterie and wine. Uh, mm. Yeah, like we went late though, so uh, like we had to leave before like our candles dried. So I gotta, I've been forgetting. We did that what on Valentine's Day on Wednesday. So I and I've been forgetting since then to go pick up the candles, and we, and I only got a week to do it. So I got to do it like tomorrow or Tuesday or no, I got to do it Tuesday because I ain't open tomorrow. Uh, or they gonna like throw away our candles or something? I don't know, but uh, yeah. <laughs> These candles are already like paid for. Yeah, like we paid for we paid for like the whole experience. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but they but they told us while we was there, they're like, are you are you can come pick up your candles tomorrow or anytime in the next seven days? But they didn't say what happens after that. They just said come pick it up. So mm. Tuesday it'll it'll mm. have been what six days. I'll be just getting in there. But now me and my girl got into like a fight Thursday, so that's why. Oh I was no! Like, yeah, yeah. So I hope that works out. What was the I mean, fight we, about? We 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 we, uh, we resolved it uh, last okay. night. Uh, but she felt like she felt like uh, that I had. She felt like I wasn't telling her a whole story about something. Like I told and like I told her one thing, and then when she asked me about it later, it was something different. And I'm like, you know, my thing is like things change. You know what I'm saying? And you know, as more information becomes available, I give you more information about the story. And she's like, nah, that's that's lying. I'm just like, well, I can't tell you what I don't know. And if you're not asking no questions, I don't know what parts of this you want that, you know, that you're trying to get to, that you're trying to get at. And you, you know, you're waiting on me to just like give you this long story and you sitting over there looking like you don't care. Demarcus, were you being intentional, intentionally um, obtuse about a absolutely not topic. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay. Fight the good fight, my brother. Fight the good fight. Yeah. I mean, but like I said, we already resolved it. Like we talked it through. I was like, hey, look, this is what'll help me do better in these situations. Um, here's what I think. Here's what I need. You know, I'm. I think I'm. I'm a lot better at conflict resolution and uh, more just like communication than I have been in the past. Cause like like with my ex, like I would just went off. I'm like, fuck you, you know, we can we can have it out right now. But I'm trying to be 
more intentional, as Jared put it. So yeah, we resolved it. Uh, I don't. I think like we talked this morning. Uh, we're both of us are better, but we're not quite back at zero. So are you somebody that does something and then asks for forgiveness later, or um, are you somebody who asks if you can do something in hopes that that you won't have any type of conflict? I don't. I don't ask if I can do anything. Um, mm, okay. <laughs> I'm a, you know, what I, what I will say is that I have, I like to have conversations ahead of time before things even come up. I'm like, all right, if something like this were to happen, what's our, what's our MO? How are we moving? How are we going to move through that kind of situation? You know what I'm saying? If we, if this thing comes up, how do you want me to talk to you about it? If do you want me to talk to you about it? You know what I'm saying? So I like to, I like to establish those rules or those agreements mm-hmm. and boundaries early, but while both while both people are in like a good space and it's not, and we're not in the middle of the conflict, because in my experience, like once the conflict is started, folks, we 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 talking from an emotional space, and we're not going to be able to. We're going to make decisions in that mo- that feel good in that moment, and feel good. I use feel good loosely because you know I I might make a decision in that moment that is, um that makes me feel good because it hurts you. You know what I'm saying? I might say something just, may say something or do something just to hurt you. I might, you know, I might ignore you because I just need space or whatever. But the point is like, I'm making decisions in that moment that are not good for us and that are just good for me. So I like to have them conversations early so that we can say, all right, this is how I, this is how I think, this is how I operate. And so I don't have to ask no questions when it comes time for me to do something. I already know how to move. Um, I think that, I, the 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 heel that I've seen in that uh, in moving that way is that folks change, folks change their minds, and how I feel about it before it happens might be completely different about how I feel about it once the shit once the shit hit the fan. It's like, oh yeah, I don't care if you hang out with your friends, whatever. Just tell me you're hanging out with them, and it's no big deal. And then, you know, there's one day where like you were hoping to, you know, have some quality time, and I'm just like, oh, I'm already out with the boys, and it's like, and now it's a whole issue. How old are you, Demarcus? I'm 33. I sound 33. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, man, um, we sound very much alike. <laughs> like, so that's another thing about like uh, my friend. Not to cut you off, but yeah, no, friend, go ahead. Um, with that, uh, that I was telling you about like my anime plug or whatever. But I was, you know, having the same dialogue with him. Uh, I saw him. Uh, uh what september this past september um and it was just like me kind of like you know just having this dialogue you know just man to man you know we always Mm -hmm. this always comes up you know how you doing how you doing you know we always you know connect on that and he just started like so like into all my spiel kind of like you know came to the end of my storytelling Mm -hmm. he's just like bust out laughing i'm just like what do you like what he was just like man I thought it was just me. And I was like, yeah. man, it's the exact same thing. And I was just like, huh, really? Yeah. Like, man, like, nah, it really is like kind of, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's not funny to hear other people, you know, say it, but it's just like, it's like, damn, like we, we, in the, we in the matrix for real. Like, yeah, this, this yeah. I mean, like <laughs> at the end of the day, people are not that different. Like, individually sure but like when you look at people across the board as a whole like everybody going through the same shit and everybody want the same thing 
Yeah, well, man. I hope we're not taking away from your um from your show, but this is a this is a can of worms, man. If it if it keeps going, you're gonna end up like mediating like therapy. So uh, <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. I'm the one um, that gives Jared therapy. He's too lazy to pay for it. Yeah. Um, but Jared, how yeah, you been doing, man? How's the week been for you? Uh, my week has been horrible. No, it horrible. Um, so I have after Valentine's Day, I got really, really sick, and I don't know why, mm. but um, uh, my my head's been hurting. I can't like all I want to do is lay down and go to sleep. Uh, I like if I look too uh, much, my eye starts burning, and it's just been a lot. A lot has been going on. And uh, are you allergic to Valentine's Day? Huh? Are you allergic to Valentine's Day? <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> but you said um, all this started happening after, right? Yeah, the day after mm. Valentine's Day. Um, but yeah, I just took these these pills and they look like little wasps. They look dangerous, like <laughs> like it looks like a danger animal. Um, but but I just took two of those pills, so I'm not feeling it right now, but it's still like hot uh, on my head. Um but yeah, that's that's where I am right now. Um, well, I hope you feel better. Um, and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I will say that um, all that relationshipy issues that y'all are experiencing that reminds me of this. Um, it reminds me of this show that I'm watching called Couple to Thruple. It's about these um, couples that are trying to get into a thruple relationship um uh and every week they uh meet with a um you know a, a licensed um um therapist and you know she was on this you know communication was one of the topics honesty was another one of the topics it's been really 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 good so mm-hmm. I really think that y'all should give that a shot. Um, but before we move on, I want to put y'all on to uh, this new show on Toonami. Um, and I don't watch Toonami shows, but it's called Ninja Kamui. Ninja Kamui? Ninja? I don't know. It's on Toonami. It's on Next Day, HBO Max. It's exceptionally good it's what i need in blood it's what i need in uh uh, magic it's what i need in like modern day uh anime is is really 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 a great anime to watch um basically the first episode uh (laughs) uh this guy's whole family gets murdered and he's on this revenge um, mission, this mission for revenge, and it makes it even worse because he was hiding from them. Um, uh, so yeah, I think that Ninja Kamui, Kamui, that's really good. You're not the first person to bring that up. 
Um, but this is confirmation, so I guess I got to check it out now. Yeah. I can't hear you, Demarcus. I wrote, I, just, I said I just wrote it down too, and it's pronounced Kamui. Kamui. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that that will um, end this. I'll put y'all on something too, real quick. Uh oh. Um, it's a show that I've already seen, but they just put it on Netflix. And so it's a lot more accessible for like a lot more people to be able to watch it. But it's, uh, it's, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in it, and it's his best role ever. Out of all his movies, ever, mm. out of everything I've ever seen him in, this is his best role. And it's called Ballers. And he's uh, he's like... A, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You've seen it? Multiple yeah. times. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good, ain't it? <laughs> it's hard. Ballers is hard. My wife so, put me on the Ballers, but go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, so it's uh, he's... A, the Rock plays a retired football player, um, and he's trying to, like, make that transition in his second career. And all the like trials and tribulations he goes through, uh, the rises and falls, um, the successes and failures, um, you know, and things like going on in his personal life, too. I'm not going to give too much away, but it's a really good show. Uh, and he like teams up with this like bald white guy who's like hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's not a show for kids. There's a lot of drugs in the show, a lot of sex in the show, a lot of boobs in the show. It's an HBO show. So, you know, uh, you might see a dick. So just be ready. It's masterfully, it's masterfully written. Mm -hmm. It goes over not even just like the um, and I don't think I'm spoiling anything, but it, aside from like the the sport Asian side of the show, it goes into like just as a man, like mm -hmm. going into a second career, trying to transition and trying to like, you know, go from like being the man to being like just a regular guy, but trying to like still keep your 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 nuts or whatever your mm -hmm. reputation it goes through like mental health it goes through yeah erectile dysfunction like it goes through all type of stuff so Jared I think you like the show it, it's a very very good show and it's very funny it's not like a serious like drama like Game of Thrones or anything mm -hmm. like that it's like a it's a well written it's a it's tongue in cheek it's it's the white the the ball white guy make to me makes the show like. He's kind of like the glue in that show, but it's mm -hmm. um, it took me a while to get around to it. Again, I'm like one of those late bloomers. Like I, I can let a show sit for years and then come back to it. Like oh, I think I'm gonna check this out. But my wife put me on. She like binged it through and was like, "You got to watch Ballers." And I was just like, "You know, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out." But it was a really good show. Yep. No, I watched Ballers when it was airing on um on HBO before there was an HBO Max. Um, mm -hmm. I saw all but the final season, mm. and um, I think I do need to go back and finish the season. But uh, let's go ahead, move on to the next topic, and let's go and ahead start and start our show. Question about is Goku the best dad or Vegeta the best dad? Yeah, um, yeah. Black Geek energy my name is d marcus and today the d is for dragon ball z <laughs> dragging these balls um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so let's get into it bge in <laughs> bge commercial it's Jared here, and before we go more in-depth with our geeky discussions, I want to talk to you about something important. Life's an epic quest, full of twists and turns. 
But guess what? We got a partner for you in this adventure, BetterHelp. You heard it right. BetterHelp.com will connect you with a licensed therapist who gets it. Whether you're battling real life feelings or just need someone to chat with, BetterHelp is your quest guide. So fellow geeks, go to BetterHelp.com slash BGEpod. As a listener, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash BGEpod. Because leveling up your mental health is just as important as saving the universe. Better help, because even heroes need support. All right, and we back. Um, it's like Jared said before the break, we are talking about uh, who is the better dad, Goku or Vegeta? I know we've both seen them be a dad in the show uh, at different times to different aged sons. I think Vegeta only has the no. Vegeta Vegeta has the one son and one daughter. Goku has three kids and one grandchild. I think yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. That sounds right. Uh, yeah, because he has he has Gohan, Goten, and Pan. He only has he only has he only he has two kids and one grandchild. That's who all I had in my head too. I was trying to think of the of the grandchild, but it sounds like yeah, Pan, Pan was Pan is the yeah. grandchild. Yeah, that's Gohan's yeah. daughter. Uh, and then go and then Vegeta has um Trunks and Bulla. Bulla, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of waiting oh. to get into that too because, like, I know he had Trunks, but there was, if my memory serves me correct correctly, there was like future Trunks too. Mm-hmm. But that's one. And key. I kind of want it. The- right, but <laughs> what I want to the point out. Well, I'll, I'll wait, but like I wanted to kind of break that down a little bit too because it kind of. For me, that kind of future trunks kind of softened him in a way that was uh I thought was not not like totally, yeah, but like it was kind of noticeable, yeah, because he just that just wasn't his background, yeah. you know, trying to like I would be the best ever type of deal, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you, and, and you know, we're gonna get into it, and I'm and I'm I was very surprised at Vegeta as a father, um. So we can, we, can, we can go ahead and start with Vegeta then. Um, so we all know who Vegeta is. Prince of all Saiyans. Uh, Mr. Saiyan Pride himself. Uh, right. Came to Earth, you know, on a warpath. Like, yo, Goku, we sent you as a baby. You ain't doing your fucking job. So now I got to do it for you. And I'm here to wreck everybody. Uh, end up getting his ass beat. Uh, had to, Did he go? Where did he? He left uh, Earth after, he, after that ass whooping. Where did he go? Does anybody know? Oh, no. Okay. Cool. Um, I see like so long. Yeah, that's something I gotta look up. But I I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about because um, that was a whole like almost like fed into a whole like season by itself. But yeah, um, I think I think like that's when I liked Vegeta the most. Like when he came through, when he first hit the scene, it was like, "Yo, I'm the prince of all sayings. Like yeah, this is my heritage." Yeah. This is how it's supposed yeah. to go. And I really, it makes me a little sad that the, the Saiyan culture has been lost in the, in that show. Right. Because I think a lot, a lot, we see in the world a lot that like if people do things, do things different than we do, they're doing it wrong. And, you know, like we'll see, we see right. a lot of talk about like Muslim women. It's like, oh, they got to cover their whole body. That's, oh, that's, I could never do that. That's, they, they oppressing right. them. It's, it really is like, this is their culture. They yeah. feel empowered right. by this. You know what right. I'm saying? So Saiyans, in the same breath, it's like this is a warlike culture. 
like we right. like we uh like we support the strong and we call the weak and this is this is how we live life and this is how our society goes um and for someone Vegeta else was so cold though like before that like not even as just a dad but just like a like a spouse or boyfriend whatever you want to call it like yeah but uh uh Bulma, like yeah. That was pretty wild. Like I remember, like Boma's plane, like shot down, you know, uh, by an android during like, the android saga or whatever. But like, there was never any like move by Vegeta to save her. Like that was how cold he was, and it was just like, I don't care if she was around by Z fighters, bro. You gotta go save your wife, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, he kind of just like. I think that's one thing. Uh, I think Krillin is the only like good husband, good partner. Krillin and Gohan <laughs> are the only like good boyfriends, husbands in the show. Right. He didn't go Not good partners. <laughs> not good partners. Not at all. Not <laughs> at all. That's with like Goku like having his like heart in the right place throughout, more or less. Mm-hmm. But there were times when Goku dropped the ball too. And it was just like that was odd. Yeah. Like when I expected it more from Vegeta than Goku. I guess that's why. I, I, I just when I was looking at the topic, my like one day for me it'd be Vegeta, one yeah. day it'd be the next day it'd be like Goku, the next hour it'd be Vegeta, and this was why. And the same thing with Goku. So I was going back and forth on this. Um, I think they're both. I think, and then I tried to like frame it like in like black TV dad personality kind of sort of yeah. deal. Um, so like Goku to me is definitely like not as not as like. I don't say perfect, but like maybe Uncle Phil ish. But like mm. Vegeta to me was like more Denzel in that movie. Fences? Where he was like, huh? The movie Fences? Yeah, yeah, Fences. It was like, hey, hey boy, I ain't got to like you. I ain't got to be your friend. I like to use my toilet paper. You eat my food. You sleep in my bed. Like, like he trained Trunks. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, I don't know. I, I go back and forth on. I went back and forth on this for a while. This is a good topic. Okay, so there. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead, Jerry. What you got to say? Uh, so let's. Okay, from all the research that I've done, um, what I've concluded is that um, most people on the internet believe that Goku was the better father at first. So during mm. the DBZ years, um, Goku was the better father. Um, you got you got to remember um, during this time, Vegeta was uh, committing genocide. Uh, he ordered the death of several friends, um, including Boma's then boyfriend. He tried to destroy the planet. He it's about Yamcha? Up, yeah. The, the, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. That was yeah, the but, yes. And Yamcha was always taking. You know what? Quick side note: I would be, I could not be a part of that group no more. And that's probably why we don't see Yamcha as much. After I get my ass beat, and you take my girl, and you marry her, and exactly. have kids with exactly. her, exactly. And it's not exactly. like it's not like oh, I put up yeah. a good fight. It's like you beat me into the fucking ground. You beat me yeah. into the ground, bro. You beat me black. <laughs> I'm never coming around again. Girl. Fuck all y'all. Y'all yeah. let this man do this shit to me. Yeah, I yeah. always wonder like what if the show was like made today, like TV MA. Mm-hmm. It'd be a lot. We'd, we'd probably see it a lot differently. And a lot maybe even a lot more realistic. But yeah, go ahead, Jared. Sorry. Yeah. Uh but yeah, he did a lot of horrible stuff. But he came from that society like Demarcus was talking about, 
where it was a warrior type culture. But as he uh, integrated with life on earth, he became more of, you know, this loving uh, um, type of person that Bulma and their kids could really love. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning, it would be Goku. But as the show went on, Goku became more and more and more interested in only doing things for the bigger picture and not being worried about his kids at all. I would say he left his family. Both of them leave their family. But, I mean, um, he left his family let's... more. And then while he was um, uh, not leaving his family, there was like seven years of like mm -hmm. no fighting. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> he didn't have a job. He 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 wouldn't uh, work for money. He only wanted to train. So like so like while while the world was at peace, Goku did not want to work for his family. Work for money. And then he should have known. And speaking of speaking of not working for money when the world's at peace, was he? Does he ever make money or get paid from saving the world, or is he? Does he never bring money into the household? I don't think he ever brought money into the household. And you know right. what? I, but on the other side, I understand that because that's not who Goku is. Like we look at Dragon Ball and how Goku grew up. Like Goku was like, I grow, I live off the land. I hunt, I grow, I hunt and grow my food. And so but then he should know being on earth, like he was raised on earth. So yeah, he should and, and know he was what raised it takes in the woods, hunting earth. and growing. Right. Maybe his granddad did most of the growing, but he was doing the hunting. Like, you know what I'm saying? We remember like this man like jumping the water, just pull out a big ass fish. Like, we got dinner. <laughs> and I do give I do give Goku a pass for that because after his granddad passed, he was just in the woods. Like, no, like no, because Goku's not dumb. Goku's not done. True, but it's like, you know, he didn't have any other family around him. You know, so Vegeta's dad was a king, albeit yeah. under like um Frieza's like rule or whatever, but like, you know, Vegeta had that Vegeta had that like, I guess like family father figure structure to look up to. It was just Goku after his granddad yeah. died. Yeah. Like I think I think we see in Vegeta like he knows who he is. And I think that definitely has an effect. Um, right, and I want to I want to try to focus this conversation a little bit, and not just bounce back and forth between characters. So um, <clears throat> we were talking about Vegeta. You brought up something real good earlier, Eric, about uh, Vegeta future trunks kind of softening Vegeta. What you what what did you mean? What do you mean? So like, like Vegeta trains trunks, right? Mm -hmm. But like when Cell defeated Future Trunks, it to me that softened him up a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, like Vegeta neglected his future son's training and generally didn't show interest until Trunks was killed or mm. almost killed by Cell. So to me, uh, and even then he didn't seem really concerned at all that Trunks was going like to be fighting androids and whatnot. So I, I don't know. This thing Goku and Vegeta to me, like Goku had faith in his son and why he was like off training and pretty much dedicated his life to being like the strongest ever. To me, I feel like. Vegeta went would go crazy, like if he ever thought that his family was being threatened. Yeah. Um, yeah. And to me, like to me, Vegeta, I don't know if he was a better father, but he seemed like a like more of a family man. Uh, ultimately, you. than Goku. I think I think in the end, yeah, but I think I don't think 
Vegeta, like, at first, I don't think Future Trunks told everybody that he was Vegeta's son when he first arrived in the past. So I think, I don't think Vegeta okay. knew that for a long time. Um, and then, even I don't think Vegeta saw Trunks as, like, oh, this is my son. He saw Trunks as, an, as another Saiyan adult. So the same way he treats Goku, like, you should know what I know about being a Saiyan. You should know that being the strongest is all that matters. That Point taken. winning the battle is all that matters, and you don't accept defeat. And you fight until you right. die. And That's you, a good point. You know, your power is your responsibility, and you need to be stronger than you are. But still... I didn't like, feel like could... Vegeta was definitely more of a dick, but it was, like, rooted in, like, good intention. If that yeah. makes sense. Rooted, rooted in like, I guess, cultural pride, saying pride. But right. still, right. um uh let's not forget that Vegeta chose his family over training, which is what they're always supposed to do, is train. Says and, who? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Vegeta saying, did choose his family over training. Um also true. Uh, mm -hmm. in Dragon Ball Super. So yeah, yeah let's he, he let's talk about how Vegeta is with both of his kids. I haven't seen him interact much with Bola. Um, and then we talked a little bit about Future Trunks. I think I think kid trunks and like raising trunks from like a child to an adult, that's when I really saw Vegeta get soft and really become like a dad. The one like one scene that stands out to me is like I don't I think it might have been like Dragon Ball GT, where like um Trunks is like, oh dad, dad, I want to spend time with you, I want to hang out with you. You know, um, you know, you said you was gonna take me to the park today. Um and, <laughs> and so they they like train it in like this gravity chamber or whatever. And Vegeta's like, if you can land one hit on me, you can uh, you know, out, you know, we can go to the park. Uh and so like trunks like just go super saying, Dex him. And Vegeta's like, Vegeta like hits him back, like knocks the shit out of him. Um, but you know, Trunks is crying. He's like, he's like, shut the fuck up. We going to the park. Let's go. And I was like, that's a very, that's a very much tough love moment. And I and I appreciated it. And I think part of it is because I grew up on tough love. But like, like going back to Vegeta's mentality, it's like you're supposed to be, you are my son. So you, you are the next king of the Saiyans. Like all right. six of them that's here on earth, I guess. <laughs> but and so you need to be strong, and training is a part of your life. But I'm also, you know, like, I'm not going to neglect this other side of you that is also a child and that just wants to, like, have fun and spend time and bond with me. Vegeta does that remind me. Very, that was a very, uh, like, good dad moment for me, for Vegeta. Vegeta, to me, um, in, like, real-life terms, reminds me of, of uh, a couple of dads, like, a couple of dads that I knew, like, like my friends. Like, yeah. very, very dickheadish. Very tough love, but like always showed that he cared, even if he grinded his teeth. Like it, he showed up for everything, even if he didn't want to. Like just stuck it out. He knew it was important to his kids, even though if he didn't, like in his heart, want to be there. But like Goku to me was like very like heartfelt, mm -hmm. but at the same time, just like it was way too easy for him to just like leave. Yeah. And just go like run yeah. off and go play with dinosaurs, regardless of the fact that he hasn't seen all like all his friends or family for years. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was very like self-centered. So like I thought that was very we praise Goku. For, again, we should, you know, 
but at the same same time, it's like, I don't, I don't think that, right. But like, I think that was a very interesting aspect of the show was Vegeta's ability to at any capacity be empathetic. Yeah. uh, Considering who he is. So. Yeah. I think that was like a definitely a major, I guess like growth point. And I think they kept him in this like transitional state for a long time. Because that was, I think that was like a, a very interesting B or C plot for the show. It was like, oh, like along with us trying to save the world and beat the next bad guy, here's some moments where Vegeta's actually like growing as a person. Um, yeah. Especially I think after mustache Vegeta, when, he, when Vegeta had that mustache, I was like, that's when he had fully changed. He had fully become right. a different person. Yeah. And, I, and I hated that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like you said, I mean that, that was it was very symbolic. Like I, I kind of think the same thing. Like we, he has finally made the change and assumed his role, and it has accepted it. No matter how much it, you know, how begrudgingly he accepts it, he he just was like, all right, this is it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I give him credit for that. Let me see. I'm gonna see if I can find some more about. Uh, would you have any thoughts, uh, Jared? Yeah. Um, let me just ask, who do you think has the better kids? Um mm. uh after being raised by their fathers or yeah, father. Because like, you know, your kids are a reflection of you, your kids get in trouble or whatever, just in general. And it's just like first thing they say, and I, what's crazy is I tell my kids is now it's just like y'all be in school and cutting up and they're good kids. They don't they don't get in trouble, but it's like when the, the one or two times that, you know, we do get a message home from the teacher. It's like, they don't look to y'all. Y'all are seven and five. They're asking us, well, what are your parents? What are y'all doing at home? Especially being around, just as a side note, being around a bunch of like white kids and like white parents and white teachers. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, there's not a lot of us in the school. So it's, you know, I don't know what aspect of blackness these white people have of us. You know what I'm saying? So like we take an extra personal as mm-hmm. parents and it's kind of like that like disciplinarian, like just like we internalize as black parents trying to perform because we have to there's so much that we have to overcome and so many at in, in so many aspects. So when it's like our when we get emails from teachers or phone calls from teachers or like they we get they get marks on their work and they bring it home and it's just like, yo, I know you know this. You know what I mean? So, but but to the point at the top that you just brought up, uh, Jerry, that's a, that's a very good question. Um, I never, I didn't navigate that while I was researching this. I was just focusing on like them just as parents. That's a, I gotta think about that. That's a good question. Yeah. What about you, Demarcus? Who do you think um, has the uh, better kids? Yeah. I think I think it depends on what we are measuring them by. And I think because Dragon exactly. Ball is a show about like fighting and saving the world, I very quickly want to go to um Goku having the better kids because he has his kids are better fighters overall. Um, because he has Goten, Goten and Gohan. And even we can throw in Pan in there, all three of them have like the fighter mentality where like you know, mm-hmm. or at least had it at some point where like, I'm, um, you know, training, getting stronger, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to defeat the enemy. Whereas I think uh, Vegeta only, you know, only having two kids, he's only hitting, you know, one for two, you know, because like 
while Trunks is that is kind of kind of has that mentality where like oh like you know I'm a fighter and Golden and Trunks are sort of in like the same breath on that like like I'm a fighter but I'm also a kid I'm just out here trying to have fun like this whole fusion technique oh this is just cool thing for me to do and it's not necessary for me to like it's not like a necessary technique for battle um and then you got Bulla who's just like average girl she's she's yeah. Bulla is very much Boma's daughter she's like I'm going shopping I'm trying to, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going on dates. I'm having a good time. Daddy's going to give me what I want. <laughs> so, um, but if we, if we're talking about, but if we're, I guess we're using like more real life standards, like who has the better kids that are like, who are actually more capable of like having a life and, you know, uh, you know, having, then having children of their own being successful. I think they're pretty, I think they're pretty on par. I think it's pretty even. Cause uh, Gohan eventually gives up the fight in life and is like you know becomes a dad, gets like a regular job. Uh, yeah. You know, um, I think I don't. I'm not sure Trunks does that same thing, but definitely Bulla does that. And then uh, I don't know if Goten does that either. But then they're 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 definitely like in different age ranges. So I think their kids are pretty even evenly, you know, even killed. Yeah, I think in terms of like just overall responsibility, just like in their own like life i guess trajectory um mm-hmm. you can make the argument for gohan goten uh and pan uh but i i think overall in terms of like strength and fighting i thought kid trunks was stronger than kid goten uh i know trunks was like slightly older than goten i think yeah well, um, maybe like a year or two nothing nothing serious yeah but he also trained with vegeta too yeah, I think Goten only trained with like Gohan and like Chi-Chi, if I remember correct. Yeah, so Trunks so, was definitely the better fighter between those two, but I think you know, right. I think it was still a, a situation where uh, it was like the Goku Vegeta rivalry, rivalry, but reversed, where like right, they're they're pretty much the same strength from the outside looking in, but you right. know when they fight, you know one of them has got to come out on top, and I think exactly whereas Goku, whereas with Goku and Vegeta is Goku uh, with uh trunks and goten is trunks coming out on top most of the time yeah yeah um but i don't you know i don't think that makes necessarily makes it makes them better it's just like you know that's just i think i think it it it, uh it goes into like who their fathers are because like goku is absent he's not even there uh while vegeta is like very present in his children's lives so do you think that piccolo um was more of a dad to Goku's children than Goku? Only Gohan. He was Piccolo was only more of a dad to Gohan. And like I don't even know if Piccolo had any uh any hand in Goten's upbringing. But uh I don't know who the fuck raised Go Goten. I feel like I feel like I feel like Goten was raised was low-key uh raised by Boma and Vegeta by proxy because he was always hanging out with trunks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like That's you know point too. It's like that, uh, like it's it's like that, uh, that family friend is like, oh, we, they stay two houses down, but my my folks mm-hmm. work late, so I always go have dinner at their house. Yeah, we just got that kind of relationship. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. Um, but all right, y'all, uh, let's let's uh, take a quick break from the topic, and I got a game for us to play. Oh no, Jared doesn't do like my games, but I think they're great. Um. <laughs> Okay, this game, let me find it real quick. All right, this game is called This or That. 
Um, so how it goes, is I'm going to establish two categories and then I'm going to read a number of facts or clues, hints, questions or what have you. And you have to guess which category it falls into. Each each correct answer is worth one point. Whoever has the most points at the end is the winner of the game. Uh, how do we want to buzz in or do we just want to take turns going back and forth? Let's take turns. All right, cool, cool. Uh, Y'all choose a number between one and 10. Seven. Six. All right, the number was seven. So Jerry, mm. you going first. Uh, and the two categories are Goku and Vegeta. So whatever I read, the answer is going to be Goku or Vegeta. Um, each person, well, you are uh, each per, uh, one question per person. Um, if you don't get it right, no one. If you don't get it right, the other person does not get to step in and guess that question is gone, and nobody gets that point. Uh, so, first question. Uh, this saying honed his skills under the teachings of a deity named after a color, eventually acquiring the ability to travel at incredible speeds. Which character? I need to draw my memory for these questions. <laughs> well, this was Jerry's. This was Jerry's. So hold it. Just hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Goku. That's right. That is Goku. Great job. All right. Next Wait, one's you, Eric. What was the color? What was the color? Uh, hold on. Let me. I got to go back to my actual research here. Uh, King Kai. I think Kai is a color in Japanese, but I'm not sure. All right. Cool. Uh, all right. Next one here. Eric is on you. Uh, this one's pretty easy. Uh, oh, God. Don't say that. <laughs> uh, a Saiyan pod carried this, carried this warrior to Earth. Uh as a baby, resembling a vegetable that carries that shares his name. Which character? Oh, Vegeta. That was actually Goku. Mm. Carried it to Earth see? as a baby. <laughs> yeah. See, the, the vegetable threw you off. I'm the vegetable threw totally you off. Terms. I'm thinking in terms of yeah. See, I got to draw my mind for shit. These <laughs> questions I think my kids will answer and get it right. They just started watching DBZ, so. Oh, but, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I think. The, the fact that all of this happened so long ago, that's definitely going to have an effect here. Um, okay, bet. Jerry, we're back on you. Uh, let's see. During a fierce battle, this Saiyan utilizes an attack that, that could potentially obliterate a celestial body that governs the tides. Which Saiyan is this? Well, they can both destroy the moon. Uh, I'm just going to go with Vegeta. It was Vegeta. It was Vegeta. See, I would have got that one. (laughs) That was a a wild guess for me. What's the attack? I'm being set up. The attack was a Gallic gun. His Gallic gun. (laughs) You being set up? Yo, you the second person to say that these games were set up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Eric, back to you. So the Gallic uh, gun can destroy the moon. Gallic gun, I, yeah, like I think it was one episode where like Vegeta was like on on the ground and he was shooting at somebody in the sky, and if yeah. he if he fired his Gallic gun that way, it was going to destroy the moon. And he was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's all about it's all about winning this battle. Uh, okay, I think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna preface it. I'm not gonna preface it. This question's for you, Eric. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
In a dire situation, this saying communicated with the souls of his fallen friends seeking their assistance to overcome a seemingly insurmountable challenge. Which character is this? Can I channel my friends for this seemingly insurmountable question? <laughs> um, ooh, I'm trying to think back even to the episode or like the Jerry smiling because you know this. And we have a guess. It wasn't. I'm dishonoring my house right now. Is <laughs> go? It was Goku. Correct. Okay, all right. I'm about to my I was like, say, hold on now. Like, I, I yeah. vaguely remember that. Yeah, that happened in uh, Dragon Ball Super, but there's been right. plenty of episodes where Goku's like, lend me yeah. your power, trees, right. spirits, people of the earth. Like, that's, that's his thing. That's his whole thing. And I was like, well, I don't recall Vegeta really doing that. Vegeta don't but... ask for help. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. Was, that, was, that was a hint right there. Vegeta never asked for help. Over, over, thank you. All right. All right, cool, cool. All right, Jared, be back to you. Um, let's see. All right. Before reaching his godly forms, this saying achieves a transformative state named after a famous myth mythological figure known for his agility and speed. Who was this saying that mm. reached other transform transformations before becoming a, a god? I'm just gonna say Goku. That is correct. It was Goku. Because you know, Vegeta, he skips from Super Saiyan regular to Super Saiyan 4. <laughs> yeah. Vegeta always skipping levels. Goku went through every Super Saiyan form. <laughs> that's the only. That's the only way I I knew how to answer that question because I I felt like Vegeta was always skipping forms. Yeah, yeah. So and I was, he was like, always, well, he always mad. That <laughs> right. That's the only hand I had to answer that question because I would have went along with that too. Okay, bad, bad, bad. Uh, we got I guess so. over here. All right, Eric, we back to you. Uh, this saying exhibited control over time, showcasing a mastery of temporal manipulation during a critical moment in battle. Which saying was this? Goku. That was actually Vegeta <laughs> in Dragon Ball Super. I gotta watch Dragon Ball Super again then. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have not watched Dragon Ball Super, so all this is news to me. <laughs> I gotta watch right. Dragon Ball Super. I, I, I tried to dabble in it, but I couldn't. That's kind of when I started like, eh. It's so, Dragon Ball Super, like, because I like to watch stuff in its entirety, Dragon Ball Super is so hard for me to get into in the beginning, because it's so... Like so much of it is just not what I'm here for. Like they 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 having uh like feasts, they trying to feed beers desserts and shit. And I'm like, I'm not here for this. Where are the fucking fights? Where's the tournament of power that I keep yeah, seeing clips about? Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's how I remember it too. It was just kind of a slow burn in anime yeah. form. It was just like, mm. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Jared, we're back to you. Uh, before establishing himself on Earth, this saying was part of an elite squad. Well, it was part of a squad known as the Elite Quartet, comprising Saiyan wars with exceptional prowess. What saying is this? Vegeta. That is Vegeta. I think that one was pretty easy because Vegeta I'm was the only that had history before Earth, right? Uh, all right, Eric. 
you playing catch up, but there's still plenty of questions, so you can you can do this. All right. I'm glad I'm not. I was about to say, are we keeping score? I was like, I hope we're not, but oh, oh, we like, are. This is like a memory <laughs> jog. I'm just like, like we, we definitely did? are keeping score. Okay. <laughs> Both not spades, so I you know I can. Okay. Uh, the tragic echoes of this Saiyan's past resurfaced when he confronted an adversary who shared a haunting resemblance to a former tormentor. Which saying is this? Yeah, this is. I'm definitely being set up. <laughs> um, I can't believe I don't know this. I know. I know exactly where this question is coming from. It's been... Say it with your chest. Vegeta. Yes, it is Vegeta. Okay. All right. All this right. is, and this. I think this is talking about when they uh when Freezer showed back up uh in Dragon Ball Super. I got twenty questions in all. How many more do we want to do? The I'm score right now play. is four to two. Mm. First do one to five. Do, do five more? No, first one to five. First one. To, you got you. You almost at five. No, no, no. We we can do first to five because I'm. I, I I think I can. I think I can bring up the rear. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's let's do first to six. So because I don't want Jared to win on this next point after he just said let's go to five. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm already. I'm already. Uh, you know. He's already got the home court advantage, so. I think Jerry watches a lot more anime. All right. Um, Jerry, I think this is your question. We on you? Yes. All right. During the Tournament of Universes, this Saiyan survived an encounter with a deity capable of erasing beings from existence. Which Saiyan survived this Hakai? Goku. It is Goku. All right, Eric. Did you know that or did you guess? I know I knew that. I knew that. Oh, okay. From a okay. death battle. From a death uh, battle. Yeah. You mean like one of the things on YouTube? Yeah. So you didn't even watch oh, the show okay. to see that. You didn't even watch the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. no. I haven't watched Dragon That's good research, too. though. That's good research. I mean, if, if if I was telling somebody to watch the show and they needed to like a catch up on stuff, I'd just be like, hey, you just go watch some of these death battles. And yeah. 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 YouTube really like is a cheat sheet. Okay, bet, 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 bet. All right, Eric, we back on you. Um, when this Saiyan meets a powerful foe, well, no, 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 I don't want to use that one. That was that was dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you can't just give him an easy it's, one. It's, that was dumb because, like, even I don't understand that one. Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, uh, a certain piece of clothing adorned with a symbol of hope and a hint of the afterlife is often worn by this Saiyan. Which Saiyan is this? Goku. That's right. It is Goku. Bet, bet. Because uh, that's the, I feel like Goku's the only person we ever see with a halo. I think when Vegeta dies, right. he goes to hell. That's exactly what I thought about <laughs> in my head. It was like, oh, I remember Goku with the halo. I don't remember the other for the, you know, for Vegeta. So. Um, all right. Me. Jerry. You ready? The game point. Miss it. it all. Miss it. Miss it. In a climactic confrontation, this Saiyan orchestrated a symphony of energy culminating in a devastating attack named after a celestial event. Which Saiyan is this? A symphony of energy? A symphony of energy. A symphony, if you will. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. And it was in a tournament of 
That's not what it says. Doesn't mention any tournaments. So who is this fight against? Hmm. I'm not giving that information. It's, I'm purposely leaving out specific stuff like that because if you know who the fight was against, you're like, oh, this person fought that person. Easy. A symphony of energy. It was a climactic confrontation. Uh, all right. Uh, Goku. It was not Goku. Yeah. <laughs> that was Vegeta. Uh and I think the the uh, the move was called the final flash. I think some of these like are conflating like the Japanese names with stuff with the English names, and it's not, and it's not like a one to one translation. Uh, but all right, <clears throat> Eric, back to you. Uh, this saying. This saying's name is a numerical representation of the term royalty, reflecting his elite status in among the Saiyan race. Which saying is this? Vegeta. It is Vegeta. Um, and that, because Vegeta's full name is Vegeta the Fourth. Because his father's name was also Vegeta, and they are from Planet Vegeta. I feel like that is some real... Uh, what you call it? Uh, nepotism. Yes, yeah, some, some real not nepotism. <laughs> some real, some real narcissistic shit to name the oh, planet yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and to name the planet after yourself, and then just keep naming your children <laughs> the same name. Uh, Jerry, don't let me come back. No, hey, nah, you about to? You 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 about to? Um, he's not. All right. Cool. In a. Jerry, here we go. In addition to his agricultural pursuits, this saying uh, mountains an unusual occupation that, excuse me, that involves examining and identifying unusual stones. Goku. It is Goku, Jerry. For the win. <laughs> I knew he was a farmer. Yeah. That was, was, that was it. That. Like the, the analyzing yeah. stones is like I ain't never seen Goku, you know, jeweler. <laughs> yeah. Right. Unless we talking Dragon Balls. Yeah. All right, guys. Dope, dope. So good game, job, that was good. That was a good, man. I feel I feel like that was that was one of the better ones I've had. It was it was it was it was, it was just hard enough, but there were some easy ones in there. Nah, nah, it, it was kind of <laughs> bad at the beginning. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to you got warmed up, up real quick. You had, had to get to warm warmed up. up. <laughs> All right, so man, man. let's go ahead and end this conversation. Who do we think is the better father, Goku or Vegeta? I think I gotta go Vegeta, man. They're not, neither neither one are perfect. Um, I just think as like a tough dad, somebody who like realizes who he is, like after mm -hmm. the Boo Saga, and just accepts it. You know, and, and is is working maybe out of like the hindsight perspective. I th I think I gotta go Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. The Marcus, um, I would say. Uh, I mean, I I, I really like what Eric said about they're both of them are not perfect because they are not both of them in from a perspective. Both of them are shitty dads. From a perspective, both of them are good dads. Um, I think Vegeta is a good dad because he's present. 
He very much teaches exactly. his children who they are and where they come from. Um, and he's very involved in their lives. Goku is an absentee father, but he is always doing good in the world and saving the world. So I think I always say that Goku is the dad that you would want to be able to say, hey, that's my dad. He does amazing stuff. But Vegeta is the dad that you actually want to have because you're actually going to be able to like go to the park, get ice cream, hang out with him and actually talk to him. He might yell at you, but at least he's there. Whereas like I feel like uh like like Gohan, Goten, and they have they have they watch Goku on TV and be like, that's my dad right there, y'all. <laughs> on TV. Right. So according to um Toriana, Toriyama, who is the creator of Dragon Ball Z, um, he said that Goku is a disaster of a father. And I have to agree with him. He is a disaster of a father. I think that he's been on Earth for too long. He knows too much of the culture um, to treat any child like Yahweh treats his own child. And um, and Vegeta, I think that the fact that he is willing to learn to take uh, his child to the park, like how DeMarcus said, uh, and... And I, I, I think that um, Vegeta is the better father. I think he's more capable. And I think mm -hmm. that he's the father that we all wished we had. <laughs> mm, no, I don't want Vegeta as a dad. Like, he's a good dad, sure, but I don't want a dad to yeah. kill him. Yeah, it, it took a while for him to get there. Like, yeah, and then punching me in my shit? Like, no. <laughs> right. Right. Like, pretty much sacrificing his, his BM low-key. Like, eh. eh. Yeah. Do y'all think that their wives had an effect on how good of a father they were. Like, do you think, because I, I, I think that Bulma played a big role in Vegeta becoming a better father and a better person because she wasn't standing for that shit. Yeah. She was like, Vegeta, bring your ass home. We going shopping as a family and you going to do it. Fuck yeah. training today. Um, whereas yeah. Chi-Chi is just like, she's yelling at Goku, but like he flies off and she's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, that's how I feel too. Like, like Vegeta actually listens to his wife. Mm -hmm, Goku, exactly. Goku doesn't listen or care um, with what Chi Chi says at all. Yeah. Um, and I feel like with, with like the fortitude it took for Vegeta to do to, to listen to his wife, knowing where he comes from, you know, and how like self centered he kind of is in his own like warrior mentality, it took a lot more for him to like die to himself to do that, as opposed to Goku is just like like it. Like, I'm gonna no, this is not me. So yeah. 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 I think I think Vegeta is the better father. Jerry, you didn't say what you think. You just read what uh, uh, uh Toriyama said. No, 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 no. I, I agree with him, and that's what I think too. I think that Vegeta is the better father. I said that he's okay. the father that we all wish we had. Oh, the father that you wish you had. You want the father <laughs> that's like gonna yell at you and punch you in your chest. Look, if I can do a fusion. Then I would think that <laughs> it's all getting, worth it. <laughs> yeah, getting punched in the chest is just a if I tiny... if I can go Super Saiyan two, you know, at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, at the end of right. the day. I mean, <laughs> all right, guys. So that was that. So we're gonna take a quick break and come right back with the questions. Everybody's favorite part.
are back for we back we back for the questions remember you can ask your questions at any time by emailing us at blackgeekenergy at gmail.com by going to black geek energy on instagram and tiktok and bge underscore pod on twitter demarcus you want to give us our first question sure and i want you to stop saying the email first because nobody emails anymore like say the instagram or something first um <laughs> Ain't I'm nobody gonna email us no damn question, Jerry. I'm just <laughs> reading it. I'm just reading it. Um, all right. So I want I want everyone to answer, but I think you will have a specific experience with this question, Eric. Um, do you find that certain anime or comic book storylines offer valuable life lessons that you share with your kids? Like, do you ever watch stuff and be like, ooh, this is like, like I needed that? Let me give this nugget to the to the future. Um, what's crazy is like, and I'll just be like very recent with it. Um, is like Blue Eye Samurai mm-hmm. um, on Netflix with like obviously her story from the very beginning, kind of being like the outcast. I don't like the premise of it because it's like, although I get it in like I guess Asian culture is like you're not like your your blood quotient or whatever you're not full Asian or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but being like the outcast in her own culture, mm-hmm. um, that I mean, I could I could point to like the Batman comics, you know, mm-hmm. uh, certainly with like Bruce Wayne, like his kids, like Robin, you know. So there are certainly like parallels. I don't take away. I do take away, kind of, sort of, um, mm-hmm. and kind of apply to my own kids um but the more one like i said the one like most recently was the one from blue-eyed samurai in the sense that you know you're not always going to be accepted for who Mm. you are you know even among your own people yeah um we we actually do have a bit of a struggle with that not a struggle but it's like just a just to shine a light um Mm -hmm. it's the whole thing of like you ain't black enough you know, mm. my kids like my kids listen to everything because I listen to everything. Right. My kids watch everything because I watch everything, you know, right. at their level. Um, but it's like when they go around some of their other like cousins and stuff like mm. that, it's like they're over here and their story mm-hmm. arc is more like trap music, kind of like two B trash TV. Mm. You know, they they don't know the latest dances and TikToks and all that stuff, but it's like they can ring off um what's her name? Uh oh my god, what's her name? Coco Melon? Coco Melon too. That's a good one. Yeah, definitely Coco <laughs> Melon, but like the actual like artist, not Taylor Swift, but uh oh. Roar or or like Adele or something like they could sing oh. like those songs and stuff and like and they're just looking at them like you know, so hmm. uh that is just one aspect of it. Um yeah. but yeah, yeah. I can I can yeah. dig deeper into that, but like yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That's what's up. Jerry, do you ever get any life lessons from uh your comics or your anime or cartoons or anything? The media you consume? Uh life lessons. Uh no. I I, I cannot think of any right now. I just know that I Is it because it doesn't relate to you or what? 
I I I think that's some of it. Um I I I think that like that's why I've been delving into BL um manga is because uh so I can have something else, you know, to relate to. Um, but I don't really think that I get any life lessons that I have to put into my uh my everyday Wow. uh, with me. I dare say this is strictly entertainment. I'm not learning shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I mean, it's not, <laughs> That's real. I, I don't, That's real. I, I definitely don't, you know, plan on not learning anything, but I don't go into reading a comic book or watching a movie like, I wonder what I'm going to learn today. No, I don't, I don't do that. So I don't, yeah. I, I'm not going into it learning, but, you know, yeah. if I were to learn something, I wouldn't just be like, Oh no. Um yeah. Uh, yeah, so so yeah, I I cannot think of anything now. Okay. What about you, Demarcus? Um I think I take a lot. I think I'm I'm one of those I I'm I'm very much one of those people that's like you can find wisdom anywhere. You just have to be open to it. Mm -hmm. Um so I think I take a lot of things from the media that I consume. Uh, so like I'm, like anime, particularly, like there's a lot of stuff about like friendship and like, uh, you know, standing by your, you know, standing by the people that you choose to have in your life. Um, I think when I think of like superheroes and like comic books and stuff like that, it's more of like, you know, choosing to do the right thing, even when it's hard. Um, yeah. So like there's a lot of stuff that I take from uh, the media and I can like list them out and go on and on. But uh, yeah. I, I I try to get life lessons from everywhere. Cool. Sure. <laughs> Eric, I have another question for you specifically. Um, okay. Can you... Let me make sure this is the right one. Okay. Can you share any tips or strategies for parents who want to foster their child's love for geeky topics while also promoting balance with other activities for what topics geeky topics oh well uh i think um for me i had to let my kids be themselves but i'm also very animated around my kids too but like naturally like i don't i'm not trying to like put on a certain like face for them it allows for them to open up to me in ways that is on their level and they can communicate and as they get older they start making these parallels, but also too, um, I think gaming is a really easy way to do that. Mm. Um, I, I literally feel like I've been gaming and playing games around my kids like forever, mm -hmm. uh, but I was itching for the day to like hand them the controller and say, go forth, you know? Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. um, the torch. Right, right. So I was, you know, some dads want their sons to grow up and be football players or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, I just want y'all to be familiar with like game controllers, you know, and like music. So navigating that, I think you have to let them be themselves. And what was the other part of the question? The last part, the tail? Um, while also promoting balance with other activities. Right. So I incentivize that, right? It's like they don't play the game every day. You know, you, you come home and I, 
I think it's such a hyper like microwave society, even for kids these days, because like my kids get like homework and stuff. And sometimes I think it's a little bit much, but I do want to keep them sharp. I don't want them to kind of like, for lack of a better term or phrase, like veg out. So I, I incentivize like playing games on the back end of your day or playing games on the weekend or you want to play Fortnite. Well, did you read today? You know, have mm-hmm. you read to your sister today? Have you, you know, done these things? You know, have we done any math today? And I try to make those um, settings and situations more like practical, like real life. For instance, like if I'm going to Target and they're with me, you know, we might spend 20, 30 minutes in the Lego aisle. But mm-hmm. I'm explaining like, oh, yeah, this is Star Wars. Like this is this is Darth Maul, you know. This is Boba yeah. Fett, you know, or they'll, now they have, um, you know, like the Avatar and they'll have uh, like opposite of the Fortnite stuff and explaining it to them. And, you know, they're, they're already familiar with like Roblox and stuff. The, 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 the crazy part about that is, is the online aspect of these things. So that helps me frame it also, too, with like, you know, this isn't even for y'all. I'm letting mm-hmm. y'all play because I just I want to introduce it to you, but don't it, you have to build trust with it too. Uh and so while I do let them play, I try not to let them navigate too far into like the netherworld, if you will. Yeah. It's a very, you know, it's a very dark place. You know, though, there's, yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of nasty stuff on there, even in like Fortnite and Roblox and, and all that stuff. So I don't even like let them play Roblox anymore. But mm. with like oh, Fortnite shit. or like Ninja Turtles, um, you know, anything that's like, I find a lot of the games on like PlayStation Network that are like free or like free to download mm-hmm. are like kid friendly and appropriate. Um, although I haven't found a true like fantasy game for them yet that they can like get into. So as far as like balancing it out, I, you have to let them navigate that for themselves while also like trying to like, it's almost like you take driver's ed. It's like you let them drive, but you have brakes on your side of the car and there are brakes on my side of the car. So like I'll pump the brakes even if you don't. But I'm trusting you to like build that um stamina for like your what you're responsible for and what you want to play. Like if you want to play more games, do more of what you're responsible for. Take some ownership. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then what what's crazy is like in turn is like my oldest it's kind of getting the direction, but my youngest is very attentive too, and kind of mimics her. Mm-hmm. So like, if I'm saying it to my oldest daughter, my youngest daughter may be in earshot and may not, may know this doesn't apply to her, but you know, I want to play the game too, dad, you know, eventually. So I'm going to start doing what they're, what y'all are doing. And, you know, it kind of, kind of works itself out if you're doing everything you're supposed to do. So. So no Roblox, no GTA. For your kids so what no roblox no gta but they like have seen me like cut the game off for gta so like so here's like the balance right so like, sometimes like my oldest daughter will like stay up on like fridays or saturdays or something and i'm already in like a, a, a dax mission on gta and without letting her wear the headset she's like watching it and like will like come to it like a week later and was like dad i want to play that game again where you were like running from the cops and like bombing everybody with like grenades. And I was just like, oh, okay. It's kind of endearing. 
Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's like I, I think about it in terms of when I grew up too, because like I don't think I played anything this crazy as a kid until like Resident Evil Two, which scared the crap out of me. But like we had Tomb Raider, Resident Evil Two, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I try to like not be so like policing, but definitely no Roblox. Roblox is a wild environment. Um, it's open. Not only is it like open world, but it's like there are like um, imposters, um, you know, kids who are not kids on there. And like you go in these chat rooms and stuff and it's really, really crazy. Um, she was playing with her cousins on Roblox, but seeing some of the stuff that like, there was a, there was a time that she, uh, my daughter Harper, um, my oldest daughter Harper, like was complaining to me about like always, like somebody's like going in the game who's not supposed to be in the game and they're like killing me or they're like, beating us up or whatever because like their avatars were that of like black girls but like black fantasy girls so they might have like vampire fangs and purple hair and wings mm. and a book bag and, this is all in roblox you know, yeah okay <clears throat> yeah, yeah yeah but then like they're easily identifiable because there are not a lot of like black avatars in roblox mm-hmm. and the online bullying is real um this hasn't happened to them, but as an example, there was a girl who was like online raped in Roblox. Online, online what? Right. So like it was like a on like there was like a group of like avatars or something. It's like the, you can look the story up though. It wasn't it made the news. Um mm-hmm. about like how there's a lot of like sexual violence on these games and these open world games that are just like endless and boundless. Um, and she was essentially like against her will in the game, like forcibly, like raped, you know, to whatever mm-hmm. like, extent that is. But it's like, you know, you try to shield your kids from that as best you can. So, yeah, um, definitely. Damn, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. Wow, that's that's insane, actually, for y'all to be doing that stuff. In the it is, it's very sad. So, you, you have to be vigilant. But, you know, on the other side of that, it, it is fun to see them kind of grow and get familiar with, like, some of these other games and stuff, you know, so. Um, I do have another question from Six Brown Chicks. Um, oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> they <laughs> seem to like it. So uh, I'm going to ask another one. Y'all ready? Here we go. <clears throat> I bumped into my friend's lover at her funeral. My friend had an accidental overdose. We Mm -hmm. chatted about my friend briefly, and I offered to link with him for drinks. We're a month into dating, and each time I see him, he wants to discuss my friend. Did she ever mention me? I wasn't that close to her, so no. Do you think she loved me? I don't know. And the comment I blatantly blatantly ignored if she was still alive you know i would have never entertained you right he makes these stupid comments after sex while i'm naked in bed with him i want to cuddle and discuss us but before i can get comfy comfy he's discussing my friend and putting me out his house i asked him if he'd like to get married one day and he said the only woman I would have married has returned to God. I want to settle down with this man, but I can't compete with my friend's ghost. 
what to do. Okay, I want to make sure I have this story straight. So mm-hmm. she's dating this dude mm-hmm. that her friend used to date. The friend has now passed. And the dude is saying, like, I would have never messed with you if my if your friend was still alive. And I'm not, I don't want nothing more than just kicking it around because I'm still stuck on your friend who is no longer with us. Yeah. I have so many questions for six brown chicks. Um, <laughs> I I don't want to come off as judging, though. I'm just trying to understand. Uh, first of all, I couldn't be me. Like, I couldn't date you after my friend, especially if my friend had, like, died. It's just a, you are platonic forever. Um, but, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would leave, I would leave anyway. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta leave that alone. So, I think the first part of this for me is that the like, like homeboy is still grieving. Like homeboy is not over your friend. Like, and you are a soft place to land in this point, which is not a bad thing. But it's not a bad thing if you're okay being that. I think you're. I think, I think this all. I'm, a, I'm making some assumptions. I think this may have all started as like you just trying to comfort homeboy because you know your friend passed. Y'all two are the closest person to her, so both of y'all can understand what that grief feels like and talk to each other about it. And then one day, you know, like grief sex is a thing. So, and you know, one thing led to another. One, you know, and that happened. Um, but he's clearly telling you what he wants from this relationship. So you're and it sounds like she's saying that she wants more and y'all's goals on this in this relationship short term and long term are misaligned and you should walk away i'm I'm with eric on this and i'm just using a lot more words to say it um yeah you should walk away from that that's i think this is pretty cut and dry very cut and dry i don't um i did not to not to downplay her question i appreciate her transparency and sharing that information mm-hmm. but yeah uh, stay stay far away like i <laughs> yeah no uh some lines don't need to be crossed sounds like y'all already did that um sounds like at this point he is using you for comfort but not anything else and you know if he's already having conflict you know did 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 the question say anything about like him like wanting to like be with her forever, like marry her? No, they they have only been together for a month. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time. Yeah, girl, girl, walk away. It's a month. And like, yeah, what we, 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 give him give him six more months, another year. Maybe he'll feel differently. Maybe he'll be over your friend, and y'all can really give this thing a real shot. But right now, he ain't he ain't there. He ain't with it. Um, and how long the friend been dead? Did it say that? Well, so many questions here. So many questions here. Well, they have been together for a month and they went out for drinks after they chatted. Why are we going out for drinks? They they were chopping. They went out for drinks after what, Jared? So, yeah, they. (laughs) So they've been together for a month and they met after they chatted at the funeral. Mm. Uh, uh, is, is that normal? Like, yeah, what? I mean, yo, funeral holes are a thing. Apparently, like, there's people that go to funerals to hook up to like meet people. I missed that. How much of this was your was this your friend for real, or is this somebody you were just like? Were you like jealous? Were you like envying her life? Like what? Like what? What? 
Yeah. No, there's so much, so much, so much going on right here. No, no, are you no? Some people use sex as a cure for depression, um, but that's not how mm. that works. Um, hey man, uh, there are way too many fish in the pond, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I get the whole like getting to know people though, like that. That is a job in itself. Like, so like I'm speaking as a married man, like I. Dating in 2024 is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard my friends talk about. Like, it, I so get it how you live, sis. If you got to do it at the funeral home, do it at the funeral home and line it up. But like, mm-hmm. oof, oof. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, oof, yeah, oof. yeah. I think, oof, no. <laughs> yeah, it would take it would take a lot. Like, I've definitely dated somebody after a friend has dated them, but like, I went. Th- I feel like I went through the proper motions. I like had a conversation with them. Was like, hey, you know you know here's you know old girl feeling me what was your relationship like how you know how you feel about it um but like at this point in my life it's like i don't i don't i wouldn't do that and it would take a long time to change my mind about that and old girl would have to be on it like she'll have to be like you know applying pressure i didn't know that you did that demarcus this is like high school okay yeah all right um yeah, so to that girl, I think that we are all going to say that um, you need to find yourself something else to do mm. and not your yeah. funeral home boo. Yeah. All right. Is, yeah. If she was like, if she was like, oh, I'm just looking for a nut too, then I'm like, oh, have fun. Y'all grown? Yeah. Do what y'all yeah. But she's trying to get into a relationship. Mm. Yeah. All right. So that was another episode of Black Geek Energy. Remember, you can um, always email us, Demarcus, your questions at blackgeekenergy at gmail.com. You can uh, send them into Instagram and TikTok at Black Geek Energy or on um, Twitter at BGE underscore pod or you can uh, follow us on our new YouTube page by searching Black Geek Energy, and you can just um, plug it in right in the comment section. Uh, remember to put this as five stars on your favorite podcasting platform. Um, put it as five stars and um, uh, leave us a comment. Tell us how we're doing. Um, but yeah. Yeah, this was a good thing. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This was a good energy. This was a great episode. Thank y'all. Y'all got to bring me back for some more. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course, of course. I think that you are going to be our our new resident dad. Um, yeah, you, you got to be our new resident dad now. I'm here for um, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anything you want to plug or? Nah, um, I, I don't think I answered the question as far as like games I'm playing. Uh, Jared, I did get back into Outriders. Uh, it actually is a pretty, so far, pretty pretty good game. It's very, it's, placed, it's, it's the PlayStation version of Gears of War. Pretty much. Mm-hmm um so it's it's decent i like it um trying to get back into 
some other games. I did pick at pick up another like retro game that kind of reminded me of like first PlayStation, but Odd World. Um, so I'm back into that. Um, I have I I am only playing Madden for the franchise that mm. my friends are in. I absolutely hate 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 like monopoly games now so like madden like all the sports games really minus like fifa for me but like madden 2k it's like this is lazy development no enhancement it's just it's terrible and i i think hey, I'm every year <laughs> I, i'm i'm it, why do i keep buying this game is my this is where i'm at with it and like jared has a jared gets a kick out of that um he sees me online. He's just like, "You're such a lame. You're such a loser." Well, I mean, I feel like that playing these games because it's like it's the same BS, and it's like you promote all of these enhancements, like between games and season to season. And it's just like there's nothing, to, nothing about this game changes, but the rosters. That's what you're paying for. You're paying for the mm-hmm. roster, and like once you get past that, it's trash. Like so, anybody most folks just gonna create their own character anyway, right? Exactly. Um, and to to me, it's like I again, like so with like college football, they're bringing that back out this year. It's just gonna the last college football game they had was just another like it was a college version of Madden. It's just gonna be another trash product, and it's just like I don't know. That's the reason, but that's the reason why I do like FIFA because there's so much more you can do in like. It's almost like the open world of sports games to me. Um, there's just so much more you can do in that game. Uh, Is Hampton going to be in the new college game? They were in the last one. So, like, that's when I played. Like, that's who I played with. I played with Hampton. I played with, nice. like, uh, them. And uh, they didn't have a ton of HBCUs in the game. But they did have Hampton. They did have Southern. Southern. They had... They didn't have Howard, but they had Southern. They had Grambling. Mm. Um, they had pretty good. Grambling got a pretty good football team, though. Don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have that. You know, the the the, the classic they have with um Southern. Yeah. So I think that's like the, the, the like they don't have Tennessee State, but they have you know Jackson State. So yeah. like they have these other you know some of the HBCUs, but. There's another reason why I stopped playing college, the college football game because they had all these other like smaller like trash schools that like nobody ever really heard of, but you only had like six or seven HBCUs, so mm-hmm. you know how that goes. Yeah. Well, hopefully, more HBCUs will be um, present. Demarcus, yeah. do you have any final words for? Yeah, I'll give y'all y'all final word. Um, so we talked about a lot today. Uh, you know, uh, Goku being an absentee father for the most part uh, and a trash husband, Vegeta being less of a trash husband and, you know, more, a definitely, definitely more present father. Um, what's, what sort of things, what sort of life lessons we take from anime and how do we sort of balance that with the rest of our lives, like our geeky hobbies. Um, and what, what I want to leave y'all with today is that, you know, a wise person can find wisdom from anywhere. So don't be closed off to where wisdom finds you. What? Thank y'all for listening. GGE <laughs> out. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's the one. 
What's happening, my fellow geeks out there? Uh, it's a new year. Uh, welcome to 2024. New me. Or the same you. Uh, you know, however you want to play it this year. Um, I am here to tell y'all that I am in a much better space mentally. And a lot of that is due to getting, I'm not going to say the help I need, but having someone to talk to objectively, like that third party who's just there to give you advice and not really trying to put their own judgment on you. And also like kind of helping you, you know, think through some of your thoughts. Maybe you're an external process, maybe an external processor, maybe not. Um, but you can do all of these things with betterhelp.com. So you can be in the same place I am. You can be in a better place than I am. You can improve the way you think and the way you approach situations just by having someone to talk to about it that is that you know is not there to judge you, that you know is available at the, 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 the send of a text, that you know you can switch them out if it's not working. If they're not giving you the advice you need, you can just say, hey, better help, give me someone else, and they'll find you someone else to partner with. Tell you it's an amazing service. And if you tell them we sent you, you're going to get a discount. Because why would we tell you to go if we're not going to hook you up? Uh, so go to betterhelp.com slash bgepod um, and tell them the market sent you. Yeah, I like that. That was off the top of the dome right that there. Smooth. That was off the top. That was smooth. That was smooth. The market, sometimes you say things that aren't deep you're just stupid they just so, what <laughs> they're just dumb just like, because you don't get it just because you're not on that level jared i am on that deep. level just because you as shallow as a puddle on I, asphalt i'm not, I'm not, not shallow deep. as a puddle i see what you were trying to do but the market is who needs but who needs haters when you got friends like jared <laughs> i mean it's, amen it's <laughs> all right I'm going to let y'all go. 